Welcome to the Profit First for Contractors mini-series here on Builder Funnel Radio. In this series, I team up with Sean Van Dyke to walk you through his Profit First for Contractors system in detail. If you're not making a profit or just not making as much profit as you'd like to be in your construction business, stay tuned. And if you don't know Sean, Sean is a construction business coach, an international keynote speaker, and author of two books, Profit First for Contractors and The Paperwork Punch List. Most contractors are not profitable, which makes them feel uncertain about what they need to do to grow their construction businesses. Sean believes construction business owners should be as good at business as they are at their craft. And that's why after 20 plus years of owning and operating multiple construction businesses, Sean became a construction business coach. He now works with construction business owners, executives, and managers all over the world and shows them how to stop losing profits and wasting time. Sean helps contractors get their lives back. He is also the founder of the Built to Build Academy, which creates confident construction business owners through educational training and mentoring programs so that you can start, grow, and build a profitable construction business. Now stay tuned for the Profit First for Contractors mini-series here on Builder Funnel Radio. Hey guys, welcome to season one of Profit First for Contractors. This is something uh, that we're super excited to be bringing to you guys. It's a little bit different format. We're doing um, seasons and this is our first ever and we are bringing on uh, Sean Van Dyke to the show. And so Sean, welcome. Hey Spencer, thanks for having me on. It's great to be back here on Builder Funnel Radio and uh, looking forward to getting more, more information about Profit First for Contractors out there in the world. Yeah, it's it's super important and I know you've been getting tons of good feedback from people as you've been, you know, traveling around the country. You know, I've been watching you uh, you know, on Instagram, you're you're sharing this stuff with a lot of guys and I think it's really resonating with them because it's traditionally an industry that's really struggled with maintaining profitability and making sure, you know, you've got those numbers really nailed down. But uh, we have a lot of new listeners on the show, so I was hoping to spend a little bit of time just maybe share a little bit of your background, kind of how you got into the construction world and then what you're doing today to kind of serve uh, these contractors and help the industry. All right. So let's, let's jump back. Gosh, probably 20 years ago. I won't, we won't go through all of the horrible details, (laughs) but uh, 20 some years ago, I graduated with an undergrad in civil engineering um, and then got my master's degree in structural engineering. So I spent uh, the first few years of my, what I, what I call ultimately now my construction career as an engineer uh, behind a desk, uh, designing, designing projects, which was great at the time. But then after several years of that, I realized I didn't know how to build anything and was starting to kind of get that construction bug. So um, I w- I'd say I went and got a job as a project manager for a large commercial contractor. The real story behind that is I got laid off from my engineering <laughs> job. Um, so I had to do something else and I took that opportunity to say, okay, well, I'm going to go work in construction. And that put me out in the field on large commercial jobs as a project manager and um, really, really enjoyed that. That was really the first time where I saw all of the trades come together and really saw how large commercial projects were built. And uh, so that was that was a lot of fun. Did that for a couple of years, then wound my way back into the engineering and architectural design side of things, uh, working for a uh, an architecture company doing civil 
design and structural design again, um, but for a real estate developer. So these were actual, uh, this architecture firm worked, did a lot of work for a real estate developer. Fast forward there, I in, eventually ended up working for a real estate developer as uh, their construction manager, which put me on the road, traveling the United States, building, you know, Walmarts, Lowe's, Home Depots with shops and the outlots and that whole deal and loved it. But like I said, I was on the road three days a week. And by this time, we probably had a couple of kids. We have five now. So uh, my <laughs> wife was like, hey, I'm glad you're enjoying your job and you're having fun. But, you know. Yeah, hold on a second here. <laughs> yeah, this isn't going to work out so well um, with uh, with kids on the way. So uh, that was my the first business I started. Business I started was a real estate development construction management business, and so I just did construction management stuff for um, for local projects in and around the East Tennessee area where I'm from. I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee. So did that for several years, and then in 2008. I uh, landed a large, or I guess this was 2006, large uh, project, 300 acre development that I was managing. And the developers put about $27 million into the project. And this was around 2008. And literally oh, one day they geez. called up and they said, we don't have any more money. That's it. And I mean, it, it was that bad. Next day I called the office because I had, I had some of their office equipment. I had a whole office, a satellite office set up for them. And, um, I called their office the next day and like, no, no dial tone. Like it was, oh, man. it was Jeez. one of those things. Like they just disappeared. <laughs> just uh, ghost so was, town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I pivoted our, I was a construction manager owning my own business doing that. And I pivoted and started a residential remodeling, um, company and, you know, like a lot of, uh, as I describe in the book too, uh, worked for a lot of friends and family to, as I started that, but I was pretty pretty well connected. I had subcontractors uh, that I already knew. So it wasn't quite a startup uh, because I had been in and around the industry in, in my area building other commercial projects. So, uh, but did that, the residential remodeling for uh, several years. Then a friend of mine, actually my, one of my subcontractors, uh, my trim and millwork subcontractor, his, his business was blowing up. We started our business about the same time and he approached me and asked me to come and run his business because he, he even said, he was like, I'm a great tradesperson. I like having the guys out in the field and training them, but I suck at running a business. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, you really do. Because <laughs> uh, he was one of my you know, trade uh, contractors. Yeah. And then he said, well, why don't you run the business? So we worked out that kind of deal. He brought me on board and I came in as the COO of uh, that trim and millwork company. And at the time, and about six guys, out in the field. We grew it to about 20 guys out in the field in about 18 months. So really rapid growth, um, turned the company around. They were way in debt, weren't making any money. And uh, I just started doing what I do on the system side of things. And after about four years of working there, um, I thought I had this crazy idea again. Wow, what I did for my companies and for this one company, I think that I can do it for other companies. And that's kind of what gave me the idea to do what I'm doing now. And I just started small by, uh, I wrote a book, The Paperwork Punch List, as a way to just kind of get my name out there and put some of my ideas out there of helping construction business owners starting to you know systematize their business. It just offered as a free download just so I could get some email addresses. And you'll appreciate this, you know, just a lead magnet and <laughs> yeah. generate, you know, lead generation. And then you, you send them more valuable information. And eventually someone will say, this is really valuable. 
I'll pay you to work with me, you know, personally. And that's, that's really what it was. It was just, um, uh, that's how my coaching business started. I don't, I, I don't know that I would say that I started out with this idea of building a coaching business, uh, but it was just an idea to help out more construction uh, business owners and then found out, oh, when you offer advice like that and people pay you, then, you know, or you're a consultant or a coach or whatever. So, <laughs> Yeah. Now, um, now all of a sudden that that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And then here it is. Yeah. And then from there, you know, speaking and writing the book and other things, it was just kind of a natural progression of just continuing to put valuable content out there to help the industry. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and I'm kind of curious too, just when you made that transition, you said you started, you know, you wrote the paperwork punch list. Did you, <laughs> Did you officially say, hey, this is something I'm going to start doing? Or was that just kind of like a, a side project at the time while you're at the other? The other yeah, company? I'm really, really smart. I had it all planned out. I knew exactly what I was going <laughs> to No, of course not. Right. I said, here's an idea. I was working, still working as COO uh, at the time. Uh, but I said, here's an idea. And I, I kind of made it a second job. So from four o'clock in the morning till 630, I would work on the paperwork punch list or again, I wasn't calling it my coaching business. It was, I'm going to work on this idea or this project. And then on the evening, in the evenings and weekends, I would work on my, you know, my side job really. Um, no, no plan other than just to put it out and see what happens and, and execute on that. And then whatever happened, go back and tweak it a little bit and see if you can do the next thing. And then after a while you start to learn what works and what doesn't work. And it probably took me a good six months to eight months after this was after the book was already out there to figure out what the next step in the plan would be. But at, at the beginning it was just, it was like test and tweak, test and tweak. And eventually some things started to fall into place. Um, and then you can kind of start with, with enough data points, then you can start, kind of putting together a plan and saying, okay, if I can get this number of clients or I can see this, this is what the, these leads generate. Now I, I just wasn't scared to quit my job. That was, that was the only thing um, because I had quit my job before and started other businesses. That's where a lot, I think a lot of people get held up. It's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm like, you'll just go get another job if it doesn't work out. And that's, right. <laughs> I had done that before. And, and the, the good uh, sounds bad, but the good thing about the, about the recession was that everybody was in the same boat. So I'm like, I've been, been through that and survived that. I can always get, I can always get a job. So no plan other than just to test and tweak. And then the, the plan kind of showed itself to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and I think there's a good lesson in there too, for, um, for people, which is you had, the job and you made this your side hustle, so to speak, and you just got it going. And so whether that was planned or not, like that was probably a really good move because then you could kind of see what's there if there was something. And then when it starts to get some legs or some traction, you're like, yeah, there's maybe enough here, then you can kind of make that that leap. And I think um, oftentimes we just get caught up in like you have to choose one or the other, but you just said, hey, I'm going to just do both and I want to see what this idea is all about and explore it. Um, and then it turned into something. So yeah. And, cool. and another detail that I left out, I mean, the first thing that I did was I hired a business coach. So I hired a business coach for a business. I didn't even <laughs> know I was going to have because I was just like, I want somebody that has been there, has some valuable information or has a system. Right. But when I was executing on it myself, it was, 
it was just following. I get so in that sense, I guess I had that plan, but it was always test and tweak, test and tweak. And that's why I realized when I'm working with my clients, like I can, I can speak to them because a lot of them have never even thought about a business coach or what is a construction business coach or whatever. And I'm saying, I've been exactly where you are. And I plopped down money on, on somebody that I got pulled into their, their funnel, <laughs> walked me through it and delivered value and said, here's the results that this, this system is going to give you. And I said, okay. And I, I have been there. Like the, the amount of money that I paid, I told my wife, I said, okay, we're going to make this investment. We don't have the money, but if it doesn't work out, we'll sell the minivan. And I was, <laughs> I, my plan was to go stock lumber at Lowe's to pay that initial investment off. Now I didn't have to go do that, but um, that's, that's where it really started. Yeah, that's cool. Well, and I like too that, you know, you knew what the the risk was. You knew that there was a high probability that it would pay off, but there was always the like, Hey, worst case scenario, I'll go grind it out and you know, I can make that money back and yeah, you know, it, it'll be fine. And so there's always like a backup backup. It may not be your ideal situation. No, it's like, you can make it ideal. Work. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the ideal yeah. is the ideal situation is this thing works out. The backup plan is that it's going to be miserable, but you know, we'll keep the lights on and we'll keep feeding the kids. Now the kids right. may need to cut back on a meal or two, but you know, we yeah. all got to sacrifice if it doesn't work. If yeah. You know, the idea doesn't work out. Yeah. You, you know, you just move to the, the ramen for a little bit and you, you that's right. Work, Go so. back to those college days. <laughs> I like it. So, so let's fast forward a little bit. You know, you kind of said, Hey, now I didn't even know it was going to be coaching at the time, but like, what are you doing today? And then maybe for those people that are going, well, why would I hire a business coach? Uh, but maybe just walk through kind of the different core ways that you're currently serving the industry. Yeah. So uh, there's really three different parts of, uh, of my business. One is coaching where I'm working with clients in various different programs and those break down into in different ways. Um, then there is speaking. And so I, I travel around to industry events or people will hire me to come in and do corporate trainings or other type of speaking, uh, speaking events. So that's kind of the second, second, uh, part of the, the income from my business. And then third is writing books or it sounds weird to say like creating content because everybody creates content. But what I'm saying is specifically creating content, uh, marketable, or I should, I should say, um, product content like profit first for contractors, a book, which also has an online course, which leads into coaching. So uh, it's very cyclical, those different coaching, um, speaking and writing books or creating content, they all kind of feed one another. So, um, that's, that's the three things at any given time. I'm either coaching a client, I am, uh, speaking somewhere or I'm writing the next thing or developing the content that feeds into those other things. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. And, and I guess too, this would maybe be a good time to maybe go a little more in depth, uh, for, for our listeners, like, why did you and I decide to do a like kind of a season format of profit first and and get more of this this content out here um, in kind of this uh, episodic format, so to speak? Yeah, well, first we wanted we wanted to develop uh, just very consumable ways for these construction business owners that I know are struggling with their with their finances and with their profit and to understand how all of that works. But also I am launching, this is part of what I'm launching. Um, when you're hearing these episodes, we're launching what we call the built to build Academy. And it is the built to build Academy creates 
confident construction business owners through educational training and mentoring programs. So part of what I've been doing up until this point has been strictly one-on-one coaching with clients. And now I'm at the point uh, of this business where it needs to grow to serve the industry. And I don't like to use the word scale because everybody's like, oh, scale. Scale is like multiplying, you know, 10x, 100x or whatever. We're not quite there yet, but this is the next step in the growth of my business is to launch the Built to Build Academy. And within the academy, it has different curriculum to serve multiple business owners, depending on the the level that they're at. So for example, the academy is comprised of, at, at this point, it's comprised of three different stages built to start, which gives construction business owners a foundational uh, basis for their understand the systems that they need in their construction business. Now, a lot of people that are there, we have a couple of, uh, we've got a couple of pilot programs that we have people testing it out. And the question they say, oh, well, built to start, that's for startups. Not necessarily. It's just the starting point for any uh, construction business. So part of that is we're teaching you effective time management, teaching you the finances through profit first for contractors, and we're teaching you sales uh, sales techniques and trainings, which dabbles, gets a little bit into marketing. But it, I find that those three things, it, that's where you need to start if you want to grow your business. So you could be in it for 20 years and still not have a good foundation in your finances, your sales, and your time management. So it certainly is for startups, but it's not only for startups. That's that's the Built to Start program, and it's online training, online courses, but also it um, includes some uh, some coaching from me and my team through our private online community that we've created through that. Um, so that's kind of where we start. Then we've got the Built to Grow is uh, more advanced systems that you need, hiring, marketing, scheduling, estimating, all of those things. Once you get time and you understand your finances and you understand how to get sales, this is more of the um, uh, systems that you're gonna that you're just gonna run into in order to grow your grow your business. And that that program also includes group coaching. So we've got 40 members in what we call our founders group uh, going through that program right now. And so we meet uh, several times a month and also you have the online content as well. And then the third level is what we call built to lead. That is all of the stuff before that I described before group coaching and and online courses and the community. But the built to lead program is where um, it would be an example of what I've been doing up until now, the one-on-one. So not only do you get the group coaching and all of the content, but you also get access to me one-on-one where we sit down and work specifically on your construction business. And at the time that we're recording this, I just got back from doing an on-site training with what I would, you know, one of my mentoring clients, but that that's an example of like something that's in the built to lead program is that we work one-on-one together uh, for a period of time. And then we design some specific training for your business. So usually a little bit larger companies, higher revenues and more employees because we're working on the leadership and management part in the built to lead program. So that kind of gives you a you know, snapshot of what the built to build Academy is, uh, is all about built to start, built to grow and built to lead. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it seems like there's, you know, something there, no matter what stage of the business you're at, like you said, you don't necessarily have to be a startup, but just kind of where you're at in your profitability, your systems, your leadership, your team. Um, and so you can kind of jump into that at the level that makes sense for you. Uh, yeah, so- we've, we, yeah, we found through the, oh, sorry, we, we found through those programs too. Another reason we designed it like that with the online content, the group coaching uh, aspect of it, and then the mentoring, we give, we're giving construction business owners 
of every size the option to say, you know what, I, I've, I've got this, but I need to train my people too. So you could get, you could have your people go through the start program, even though you may be a bigger company to try to provide some of that foundational training for people as well. So it's not just construction business owners, but we imagine that that project managers or other directors in different departments of uh, construction businesses can, can apply and be, uh, pick the program that they need depending on where they're at. Yeah. Very cool. And so, so this is episode one of this season that we're doing. We're, we're going to go through some of that material, uh, primarily focusing on a lot of profit first content. But what, what can people expect over the next uh, four episodes? We're going to make this a five episode season, so you'll get four more after this. But uh, you know, what, what are people going to learn on, in the upcoming episodes? Yeah, so we're going to jump into in the next episode, we're going to talk about the the foundation or the core principles of profit first for contractors. Uh, and there, we call those the four four core principles. And then that's also going to lead to the five foundational bank accounts. So that's going to be in the next episode. And that's really the starting point. And what I always tell people is I'm going to be able to teach you the finances of your construction business without having to do a lot of math or crunch a lot of numbers. That's why the system <laughs> Perfect. is so effective. Yeah, yeah exactly. So everybody's <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I'll, if you promise not to do math, then I'll tune in for the next episode. Yeah, so exactly. We're yeah. not going to do a lot of math. On the little next to episode. no math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little to no math. Um, four core principles and five foundational accounts. That's going to be in the next, um, the next episode. And that's just going to give you, it's really more than anything. That is the mindset that you need to have in approaching and approaching this. And I promise there's, there's no math involved and, and you'll see why when we get into the episode, why it's so effective. And then we're just going to break it down very practically with the bank accounts. That's, that's where the rubber meets the road with profit first for contractors is seeing the money in the bank accounts. And you'll understand more when you, when we discuss the four core principles, um, then we're going to get into the next episode where we're going to talk about the, uh, the three rules of profit first for contractors. Again, we're going to mention a couple of, a couple of numbers, but I promise it's not going to be a whole lot of math. Um, and so that's going to be, that'll be the next, uh, that'll be the next episode where we're going to give you the, the rules to follow. And if you follow these rules without even having to do a lot of number crunching, you're going to pick up some momentum in making your construction business permanently profitable. Um, then once we're, once you've got that, you're off to the races as far as the numbers go. We'll get into it a little bit, but you're going to have to crunch some numbers eventually, but we won't go too deep on that episode. <laughs> yeah. um, then we're going to get into where I start out all of my clients. Every single client has to start out with effective time management. So that's going to be that's going to be the next episode after the three rules. And we're going to talk about how to effectively manage your time. And it really, I, I like to say it, it's how you prioritize your time. So if I called it time prioritization, no one would listen to the episode because <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, what are talking about? Catchy. It's effective time management. It is yeah. a week to week system that allows you to get more done by doing less. Now, I know everybody's like, they start rolling their eyes. Oh, I've heard that before. I promise you, this system works. You're going to block out your time. You focus on your priorities. You delegate stuff. And we're going to teach you how to do that. And you will get, you'll get more done in, in, um, by doing less promise you. So that'll be time management. And then, uh, then we're going to talk a little, then the final episode, we're going to talk in a little bit more detail about the built to build Academy so that you know exactly what program is best, best suited for you. And, uh, we'll be able to take a deep dive and help you out in your construction business. So, uh, that's kind of the high level of what's coming in the next episode. Anything that you want to, anything that I left out there, Spencer? No, I don't think so. But I was just going to jump in and say, you know, it's, um, 
I try to bring you guys the best people, the best content, information that's really going to help take you to the next level. And Sean and I met, I don't know what, maybe a year or two ago and we kind of getting to know each other uh, via Instagram as, as people do these days. Uh, but we've met in person out a couple of events where we've been speaking. Um, and I really am a huge believer in what Sean is doing, but also the actual information he puts out. And I actually read the original Profit First book probably a few years ago, um, not the one for contractors that Sean wrote. And like it's worked very, very well for, for our agency, um, different type of business, but he's taken that to the next level by customizing it and adjusting it and making sure that it works uh, for our industry uh, of construction. And so um, anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there because I'm a huge believer in what uh, what Sean is up to. And I'm excited to do this season where we can kind of do a deep dive. I know on a past episode, Sean and I have talked about, you know, a couple of different things, maybe on the sales front and some other topics. And those have always been some of the most popular episodes. People go back and find them um, even, you know, months and months, if not years after we've recorded them. So um, yeah, I'm excited to dive into these topics. And, and again, I've uh, gone through some of the profit first stuff um, in another context. So hopefully we can kind of play off of that and talk about some different experiences. But uh, no, I, I think uh, other than that, I, I'm good. We'll probably uh, roll our way here into, into episode two. But uh, any other like things people should expect, you know, good, good jokes. Or are you going to guarantee any comedy during the, you know, uh, <laughs> the guarantee? I, well, I think I'm funny all the time, but my sure, wife, yeah, uh, yeah. my wife lets me know that I'm not as funny as I think that I am. Uh, <laughs> but we, you know, I always enjoy having, uh, having a conversation with you. Um, so I'm sure, I'm sure some, we'll, we'll have some, we'll have some fun. It'll be lighthearted. And that's this also the, the approach that I take to, uh, to some of these business matters is that uh, it can be a little bit tense and it's nerve wracking and there's a lot of fear wrapped around it. But that's why I try to teach people is just to kind of step back from it and realize that all of that is just coming from all of that fear is just coming from lack of practice. And so if you just get in and start practicing some of these things, then, uh, then it actually, you know, it actually can be kind of fun. So I'm looking to recording these episodes and heck man, we'll just see, you know, how we'll just see where it goes. (laughs) Yeah. We're just rolling with it, but uh, we do have a plan and we're going to bring you some good stuff. We do know that. And then the rest is, is in the details. We'll see how it plays out. But uh, yeah, thanks guys for tuning in. And uh, these will be kind of releasing in rapid fire uh, fashion over the next couple of weeks. So um, yeah, should be next episode should be dropping your way in in just a couple of days. Um, So thanks again. And we'll see you next time on builder funnel radio.